Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we are following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. As always, I am your host, Amelia, and I am here with former NFL player and pro football player, Tony Burnett. Hi, Tony. Hey, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I thought it would be really awesome to interview um, an athlete from a different standpoint. As you guys know, um, if you're following my journey, I just went pro in WBFF bikini bodybuilding. So um, that's been a journey of mine. And I thought it would be so fun to have a football player on my podcast and just talk about like the lifestyle, like the different the differences between our lives as pro athletes. And um, yeah, then we could just, you know, learn a little bit about uh, football player standpoint. So thank you so much for coming on my show, Tony. Um, I guess I'm just going to start off with having you introduce yourself and just like sharing your journey, sharing who you played for and just how you got into football. Okay, well, I mean, I got into football. I started playing football when I was seven years old. Um, just played Pop Warner. Um, was kind of one of those things that stick with me. I played a lot of sports when I was younger, but football was always my favorite um, just because, you know, I've always been kind of a, a semi-aggressive person and, you know, football allows you to let a lot of that out more than other sports does. Right. Um, you know, I played some high school football, of course. Um, then I went to college at USC. Um, after USC, I uh, went undrafted, uh, signed as an undrafted free agent with the San Diego Chargers. Um, spent some time with them, played in the preseason games. Um, then I went up to Canada, uh, played up in Canada for a couple years as well. Okay. Uh, played in the city of uh, Winnipeg and also played in Vancouver, so that was a pretty cool experience for me. How long were you up in Canada for? That's I was up cool. in Canada for four years. Um, oh, so, wow. Yeah, I spent a decent amount of time up there. Um, got to learn the, the ways and essentially became like a pseudo-Canadian while I was up there. Wow. So when was that? So you graduated USC and then you went up to Canada or how did I that graduated, work I graduated uh, from USC. I graduated in 2012, uh, okay. my last season. Well, 2013. Okay. Um, so I went to training camp with the Chargers. Um, I was with them for a little while. Um, then I got released because, you know, that's just sports. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. So then after that, I uh, went up to Canada. Um, I was with the BC Lions at first. Then I ended up playing my first season with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, played with them for two years. Um, came back down south, had a couple NFL workouts. Uh, those didn't really go out to our panel how I wanted them to. Um, so then I went back to Canada and I played with the BC Lions for my final year. And then after that, um, you know, body kind of, you know, tells you it's kind of time. So I decided to go ahead and shut it down. Right, exactly. So um, 
You said you were, you've been playing football since you were seven, right? Yes. So did you like play football through high school? Um, and then obviously you just carried it on with you when you went to college, which carried you on into pro football or? Yeah, I played in high school. Um, I played from seven to 28. Okay. Um, so 21 years seems like a, like a decent career. Right. Um, as far as, you know, what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so I played in high school. Uh, played Pop Warner all the way to high school, then played in high school, played in college, then played professionally, um, and then, you know, obviously that was it. What is, like, like, what was it like playing, like, pro football? Like, obviously, with my standpoint as, you know, like, my standpoint as a bikini athlete, like, bodybuilding is so different than, like, being a football player. Like, you're all about agility and quickness and speed and strength, where mine, like, I train to, like, for aesthetics, you know, for looks, um, like what, what do they, what do they have you guys like doing, you know, to stay in shape? Um, well, I mean, in high school and college, you pretty much got uh, what you consider camp or training camp. Right. I mean, you have in professional ranks too, but um, you know, throughout the year, you you guys will have like organized it with the team, organized workouts. Um, you'll have your player around practices, and you'll have your normal practices. Um, the big difference between like high school and college when you get professional is that. Well, you're not getting paid at the professional rank. So, I mean, during the season, obviously, you, you practice things like that. But in the off season, um, it's pretty much you got to be responsible for yourself. Um, it's essentially like the adulting of sports, um, you know, where, you know, when you're in high school, you know, you got, you know, teachers, uh, you got class every day, you know, teachers making sure you're in class. And, right. You know, they call your parents if you don't go to class. And then when you get to college, it's like, you know, <laughs> you're pretty much on your own. Uh, you know, right, you don't right. have to go to class, but you'll fail. Right. Um, you know, you, you already report cards at home or anything like that. So that's what it's like in, when you go from, you know, college sports to professional sports. It's like, you know, they they take care of you. They make sure they have organized things for you. When you get to professional ranks, you got to pretty much put in the work yourself. So, I mean, you spend a lot of time on the field um, right. doing the practical things that you do, like, on a day-to-day basis. Um, and you spend part of your time in the weight room as well because, I mean, you got to maintain. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, maintain the strength you build. You want to try to get bigger, stronger, faster. A lot of it starts in the weight room, um, right. you know, so you work a lot of that. Also work a lot of functional movements um, and, you know, some prehab stuff to prevent yourself from getting hurt. Right. Um, what were, like, your workouts and stuff like? Like, when they had you guys training, what did they have you eating and, like, working out, like, in the weight room and stuff? Where I, where obviously, I work out, you know, to, to bodybuild for a certain look. You guys are working out for, like I said, for speed, for strength, for all that. So, like, what were your workouts and your nutrition like? Like, did they did they like tell you guys what to do? Was it just kind of like you do what you felt like you needed to do, or how does that work? Um, no, they had um, they had what we call a training table when I was in college. So essentially, you know, every night after you finish practice, um, you go into you know the cafeteria and they have like food options for you. Um, they don't really make you eat anything specifically. Now, some people they do because you know some players are bigger and they need to lose weight. Some players are smaller and they need to gain weight. So. They may have them eating more and different type of things, but for the most part, you're pretty much in control of your own diet. Um, you know, the difference with us is like we do so much activity and workout for so long mm-hmm. that most of the time, anything that you eat or consume ends up getting burned up anyway. Now, obviously, you want to try to eat the right things because at the end of the day, when it comes to high performance, right? Um, you know, if your body's in in a better shape and you're eating better nutrition wise, you know, you're gonna performing better. But a lot of dudes eat, you know, whatever they want. And then as far as working out, um, we typically go out on the field. Um, you know, we'll do some some running, some agility kind of drills, maybe do some footwork stuff, um, probably throw the ball around a little bit, you know, play right. offense, defense, things of that nature. And then after that, 
uh, go in the weight room, get a nice little lift in, um, you know, try to essentially um, build, just like I said, you just want to build speed and strength. Uh, ultimately, that's what, the, that's what the game of football really kind of boils down to. Oh, yeah. And then making sure you're stretching and icing and, you know, hot tub and stuff like that after you're done. Um, just to make sure that you can sustain because you're, you're doing it on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis. So if you don't kind of take care of yourself after your body will kind of break down on you. Right. Gosh, I feel like there's so many injuries that just come with football. Is that right? Like, did you have any specific – like, did you have – did you go through any crazy injuries while you were playing Nothing, Nothing too crazy. Uh, I had a high ankle sprain that, you know, I don't know if people know, but high ankle sprains are pretty uh, – they're not as intense as far as, like – Pain-wise, but as far as you being able to go back out and do the normal things you do, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of tough. So that set me off for about six weeks. Um, I tore my meniscus. My meniscus Dang. had me out for – got surgery and I probably was out for about eight weeks total after that. Um, and, yeah, it's just – realistically, our bodies aren't really made to be doing the things that we're actually out there physically doing. Right. Um, you know, that's why, that's why they say athletes are gifted because um, at the end of the day, it's like you're generating so much force, so much power, so much speed – um, stopping, you know, stopping on a dime, redirecting, things of that nature, which, I mean, our bodies aren't really made to do, but we train our bodies to be able to do it. And sometimes, you know, you miss a step or, you you know, the field conditions aren't as good as they should be. Right. And you slip. And then, you know, once you slip, things go kind of bad because you're, you're in positions that your body um, probably shouldn't be in anyway. Right. Crazy. So you only, like, that's all you had injury-wise? Like, nothing, like... Uh, I had physically some made you have to be done yeah no I had some bumps and bruises um uh, things of that nature but nothing that made me say like okay well I can't play football anymore mine more so was it's a body thing you know as you get older right um, you put in all that time and you know you're hitting people all year and getting hit all year and that stuff kind of wears uh on your body uh, you know your body only has a certain amount of miles anyway as far as sports are concerned right now uh, you can work out for your life sure but you know it's like you know, imagine every single day working out and then on top of it, because they say every hit in football is almost like a car crash. Wow. So imagine after every workout or at the end of the week of your workouts, you go out there and you're getting, I don't know how many plays are in the game, 60 plays. Let's just say you're hitting somebody 15 of those plays. So say you're getting 15 car accidents at the end of your workout week, um, your body's going to start responding a little differently. And that's ultimately like what happened to me. Is that what made you end it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I had um, I had a boutonniere deformity too on my finger, which wasn't anything too crazy. Just like I tore a tendon in my finger, um, and then, so it took me a while to come back from that. So when it took me a while to do that, once I got into my routine, uh, my body wasn't really responding because you know typically I would have my off season program and it would run a certain way, but I kind of had to like cram everything into a short amount of time. So I think I was like overworking my body. Right. And my body just kind of stopped responding to what I was doing. So Wow. You know, okay, yeah. That yeah, that makes complete sense. Um I feel like everyone kind of has like that one thing that sets them back um in their their athletic career. But back to nutrition just because like I love learning about nutrition. Um like what was your typical diet like? Like what did you eat before games? Like what did you eat before training? I mean, for, for me as a bodybuilder, it's all about like the protein and the carbohydrate intake. And I know you mentioned you were vegan. So like, I just want to learn a little bit more about that. Yeah. I mean, well, I only went vegan two years ago. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So before then I was eating whatever. So like in college, I was eating like an animal. I would eat like, you know, chili cheese fries <laughs> and, and, you know, probably 20 wings a city and things that nature. So well, obviously, like I said, you burn a lot of it off just doing your normal activity as a football player. 
And then you're wearing 30 pounds of equipment, so that's also adding to your calorie burn as well. Right. Um, but, yeah, I ate like an animal in college. Um, I ate a little better when I became professional just because, I mean, they feed you a lot more um, at the professional race. Because in college, they also have, like, restrictions on how much food they can give you and what they can give you. And they've kind of improved it now. But back when I was in college, it was, like, really kind of restrictive. Right. But when you get to the pro ranks, it's like they feed you breakfast, they feed you lunch. Um, you're pretty much only responsible for dinner. And then on game days, um, you kind of got to feed yourself. But then sometimes on game days, like when I was in college, they would have meals prepared for us. And I couldn't really eat a lot before a game um, just because, I mean, it was me personally, but a lot of guys were like this too. You just don't want to eat heavy before a game because, you know, you're trying to get kind of lethargic. Right. When you eat too much, you get sleepy, and you don't want to have that feeling like while you're out there having to play a 60-minute football game, uh, it probably gets you um, in a bad position. Yeah. Do you guys, like, carb up the night before, though? For energy? Nah, I mean, some some guys do, um, but I mean, there's some guys who are like they play football, but they're pretty much like power lifters. Oh and, you yeah, know, they really care about all that stuff. But right. most of that, most of us are just like focus on the game, uh, focus on film, focus on the opponent ourselves. Uh, probably hydration will be the biggest thing, is just making sure you're hydrated enough, more so than we worry about like loading up on carbs and they would have like a nice dinner for us so we would have like steaks and pasta and things of that nature um right you know as much as you pretty much want to eat sometimes they would give us ice cream you know if they felt like being nice um that game or whatever but right we have some pretty good meals and then you know at the pro ranks um you get some you get some nice meals you get some chefs over there you know cooking up some things for you so um it helps you kind of clean up your diet a little bit but right you know, right pretty much eat whatever you want so I was in college and I was like the national anthem singer at all of our football games. Like that's what I did. So I got to see a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff with all the football guys and like what they did. And all of them had, they always had like a car, like a, a dinner the night before games, right? Like they would like carb up, like they would eat pasta and all that stuff. Like, did you guys do anything like that as a team? Or was that just in my school? <laughs> no, we had a team meal. I mean, because they made it, they make you stay in a hotel the night before the game just to make sure nobody's out getting any, any shenanigans, getting in trouble like that. Um, obviously, probably not out drinking and stuff that normal college students do. Right. So they would have a stay in a hotel. Um, they would provide meals for us. And then, like I said, it really wasn't like, oh, hey, guys, make sure you, like, load up on carbs. Like, we had nutritionists and stuff. But at the end of the day, each athlete is, like, kind of their own person. Everybody has their rituals. Everybody has their thing that they do. They, they do. So, you know, they may say, okay, it's, it's smart to carb load. It's smart to do this. It's smart mm -hmm. to do that. But you know your body. Um, you know how you respond as an athlete. So, you know, you may carb up the night before and wake up the next day and you might, you know, like I said, you start to feel lethargic or something like that. And you don't want to feel like that on game day. Like, you want to – you're chasing perfection on game day. Like, the things you do, like, on a normal day-to-day -day basis yep. change the night before the game. Like, you know, maybe you won't get in the ice tub. Maybe you won't get in the hot tub. Maybe you won't stretch and see the trainers after, like, practice on a day-to-day. -day. But when you finish that Thursday practice, every – Everybody's in the ice tub, hot tub, yep. getting stretched out, seeing yep. the trainer, like I said, drinking a bunch of water, um, you know, maybe eating cleaner, maybe staying away from like, you know, like the breads and stuff like that right. like for a game. But, you know, Monday through Thursday or Friday, you know, it's like, hey, you pretty much eat what you want because at the end of the day, it's like we got school and all that stuff. But once you once you take school out the equation and all the other pretty much distractions. It's like, okay, how can I kind of lock in as an individual athlete to feel how I need to feel to make sure I can perform at my best? 
Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually, because um, I know for me, like, when I'm hardcore on my season first show, like, it, it's so, it's hard for me to focus on, like, other aspects of my life. So I was going to ask that, like, I couldn't imagine training or, like, you know, training for a show when I was in college. Like, I was a full-time college student um, running for, like, Miss Wisconsin, and I remember I was going crazy, but now as, like, an athlete, um, when my life went down that path I couldn't imagine balancing like homework and friendships and like family life on top of being an athlete what was that like kind of going in college like when you were at USC like did you feel like you had no social life due to football or how did how did that work out for you yeah I mean you really you pretty much don't get a social life um because all the free time that you have outside of class is dedicated to football you know when you're not in class in the morning you're in a lift and then you go from a lift to class to probably another class to practice to, you know, dinner. And then by that time, you're so tired, you just want to go home and go to sleep. And with homework, too. I mean. Yep, with homework. And then you wake up the next day and you got to do it all over again, probably like 6 a.m. So, um, you know, there's really not much time for social life. So, you know, you kind of you miss all the parties because most of the time when the parties are going on, you're either playing a game or on the road for a game. Yeah. So you miss a lot of the fun. Um so you don't really get like to get the, you get to get you know part of the college experience of course because you know you have the off season but like right. as far as the fall because that's what obviously when as far as college like party scene is the hardest because it's football season so everybody wants to come out we win football games everybody wants to party and I like this yeah. stuff but you know we're playing in the game so we kind of get to miss a lot of that stuff we don't get to tailgate and you know and bar hop and all that stuff during the game so so I bet you guys just went so hard in your off season is that right or not. Uh yeah no nah, you go you go pretty hard in the off season like partying like you want to go out you want to yeah, have fun yeah I mean you pretty much football season is anywhere from you know anywhere from about twelve to fifteen weeks um if you count training camp probably about twenty weeks so wow you know, twenty weeks because in training camp you get no freedom uh so twenty weeks of the year is dedicated to football in class so you know once you get to kind of unwind from that and you just have class I mean you have some football as well but it's not like you don't have game days, game prep and stuff like that. I think spring ball lasts about four weeks. Right. Um, but other than that, you get to actually kind of enjoy the college experience. So what you try to do is you try to essentially play catch up, cram it up a little bit because you know the second training camp rears around the corner, life is pretty much shut down as far as socially. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, like I said, like that's kind of how I felt when I was competing and like on my season. Um, now, thankfully, I'm just like I'm chilling. I have no. I have no plans to compete again anytime soon just because like I felt like when I'm like training like that takes away my whole life all my focus is on my show like it pulls away from like my other aspects of my life like my business my friendships like my family you know so like I definitely know how you feel um how many like how many games did you guys have weekly where you you know oh no just one you just get one game a week just um, one game yeah, okay. just once a week um you pretty much play in college, you probably play about seven games. Then you have a bye week, which is a week off. And then you play, like, you know, the other six games. Um, at the pro rank, you get, you know, 17 games. Of course, 18 in Canada. So, in Canada, we get two bye weeks. Um, you know, down here, you get one bye week. So, you pretty much, I say you're in season because if you count training camp, it's like another month. So, you're in season for anywhere between, like, 20 and 24 weeks out of the year, um, which if you kind of do the math, is pretty much, like, half the year because there's only 52 in the year anyway. Did you enjoy playing um, college football or, like, professional football better? Um, college football, 
more so, I would honestly have to say, just because um, it's still fun at that level. Not to say it's not fun at the professional ranks. Right, but, but it's, like, more chill, I feel like. Yeah, it's a little more relaxed. Um, you know, you're, you're a little more hungry, I guess you'd say, just because it's like you're trying to get to the professional level because um, you don't really get to understand how the workings um, of the professional ranks work. You get to the professional ranks, you kind of get to see there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on in professional football that a lot of people don't get to see, don't right. get, doesn't get heard of because a lot of people are trying to protect their jobs and right. their name and stuff like that. So you throw that stuff in the mix, and it kind of like it kind of messes. I'm not going to say it takes your love for the game, but it messes with your love for the game because at the end of the day, all you want to do is show up, work hard, play football. But, you know, it's like you show up, work hard, and sometimes you may not be able to play football. You know, this might be going on that. It might be going to worry about a contract negotiation. And it's just a bunch of unnecessary distractions that kind of keep you away from that um, compared to where in college. I mean, the only, I guess, quote-unquote distraction was school. But, I mean, we've been playing, playing football and going to school, you know, our whole lives, right. especially with high school. So it's like normally college. But the professional ranks is just so much behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on. Um, you know, and even just not even personally, sometimes even with your teammates that you have good relationships with that, right. you know, sometimes kind of affects you too. Right, of course. Um, awesome. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we will be right back. All right, we are back with Barbells and Bikinis. I am your host, Amelia, and I am here with uh, ex-NFL player and professional football player, Tony. So um, welcome back. <laughs> um, before the break, we talked a little bit on Tony's journey as a football player. Um, he went from playing at USC to where, where were you, like, with the Chargers or yeah, something? Yeah, San Diego. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, so, basically, now I kind of just want to wrap up with what your life is like now and if it, like, what it was like for you to go from a pro athlete to just wanting to live, like, a normal, healthy, sustainable lifestyle and kind of, like, how, it, you know what I mean? Like, how it differs and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, obviously, uh, like I said, with my body, and I felt my body wasn't really responding um, how it needed to, and I felt like it was kind of like breaking down on me. Um, I, you know, I decided to kind of start looking into life be, uh, beyond football. Right. Which is, it was more so as like a look, kind of like, eh, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what things do. We'll see how things work out. Um, right. I ended up, you know, taking a couple of interviews. Um, right. You know, interviewed um, at a gym, and, you know, I ended up working out well. So, right. you know, I ended up, um, I ended up running the gym. Um, so that works pretty well for me because it's centered around fitness, which fitness is very easy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, working out is like second nature to me. Um, being able to help people is also fun as well. Um, you know, so it's a little different because, yeah. you know, you don't get to compare with like football. It's like you wake up every day and do what you love. But like doing what you love is like a distraction, you know, like you get to go out there for a couple hours a day and fly around and hit people and all that good stuff. So you get to kind of. Just ignore everything. Right. Now, when it comes to normal life and like work, well, you don't. I don't get to run into people and stuff like that for a couple hours. Are I, you sure about that? Yeah, I mean, you I mean, could. Yeah, but... so I wish I could, but you know, it, it gets you in trouble um, when you're not in the football field. So um, that's kind of like the major difference there. It's like you kind of go into work and you know whatever problem you may have going outside of work. I mean, it's like you deal with other people's problems and it kind of compounds like that. Um, so that's the biggest difference there. And it's like that waking up in the morning, like we wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, we got practice. Like right. there's a little more excitement than it's like, oh, you wake up and it's work, you know, because at the end of the day, as fun as it is, as fun as my job is, 
it still worked. Um, yeah. Ultimately. And, you know, for me, like a person who's played sports their whole life, like I was fortunate enough to not ever have to work. So right. now it's like a, it's a different kind of transition for me to having to kind of like, not necessarily, I don't want to say be responsible, but. But you got to have to. You had like a huge lifestyle change. Yeah, exactly. I feel like like I could roll out of bed and play football. Like I have to be like mentally prepared to actually like work, you know, <laughs> because you know if you go into work with like a certain you know mindset or attitude or you feel right. some type of way, it kind of affects the way you work compared to with football. It's like oh, you know, I could be angry, I could be mad, I could be whatever. But like once I step on that field, like all that stuff's gone. Like, you take it out. You yeah. take it out on the game. That's exactly. that's what's up. Um. No, that totally makes sense. So you kind of just went from being an athlete and having athlete responsibilities to now you're like, okay, you're a working individual with like day-to-day tasks. Um, so yeah, I guess like what's, how's that different? Like how's your, how do you work out now versus how you worked out when you were playing football full time? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't work out now. So Honestly, most of my workout is like moving around the gym and helping people and stuff like that. And, you know, right. cleaning up and things like that. That's where most of my workouts come. Um, you know, I hit the track every once in a while just to, you know, more so like a reminiscent kind of thing. But it's also really good for me because I'm more so a person like I don't like to be caged when it comes to working out. So, like, I don't really like working out like in a gym and, you know, in a confined space. I'm yeah. more so get me outside. Like, let me run on the track. Let me run some sprints. Let me do things that, like. I actually enjoy, enjoy doing. doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, sure. Do I like lifting weights? Cool and all. Yeah, but like, if I could have my choice, I would rather not touch weights. I'd rather do everything just kind of working like explosive movements and sprints and things of that nature because I feel like that's going to be more beneficial to me, especially for like after football. Right. Um. You know, I don't want to keep beating my body up. I don't want to you know, feel sore for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, I'm good on that stuff. I'm more so just <laughs> as I'm like keep me alive. super sore right now from yeah. leg day. Um, no, I, I love that though. And that's, that's like my mindset kind of coming off of my competition season right now is I'm trying new ways to work out. Like I'm trying to just be more relaxed on it and teach myself that like, it's okay if I don't feel like hitting the gym, like I, versus when I was training, you know, um, for my show, I had to train six days a week. And I know you know what that's like for football. Like you guys probably had to like, you know, go to the gym a certain amount of times. Or I don't know. Did you, I guess, like, were you guys kind of like forced to have to work out? Um, Not really forced, but you had like, like I said, in college, you had like the organized lifts and runs. Um, professional runs, you're kind of responsible for doing your own. But right. most of the time, like you have a weight room in your facility. Um, so you don't have to go far. Like you literally go from the locker room to the weight room and then back to the locker room or, you know, to the training room. And that's the difference now too, is like, you know, if I work out in my gym, you know, I don't get to go see a trainer after and go get in the ice tub yeah. or get in a hot tub or something like that, you know, or get stretched out or get on a Norma tech. Like, you know, now it's like, okay, you live really hard and then you just got to go home and kind of, I guess, I don't know, stretch and you deal know, with it and yeah, kind of deal with it. On your own, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me as an athlete. I literally don't stretch, and um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna like regret it down the road um, because I know I'm gonna have a lot of like arthritis issues and stuff um, because I really just don't. I'm not gonna lie, I do not take the time to stretch, and I know I should, um, but I know for you as a football player, they they were really they had to have you guys like feeling good for your games and stuff. Like, were you ever sore after games where you were like, Oh my God, I have to play another game. I'm going to be so sore. Well, yeah, 100%. After every game, you never feel it during the game. 
um, or immediately after. It's kind of like that 24-hour kind of clock where you wake up the next day and it's like, oh, you start to feel those hits and stuff like yeah, that. And you're yeah. wondering, like, where the hell is this pain coming right. from? Um, and that kind of just, like, remind you of, like I said, the nature of the game that you're playing. Um, it actually is that violent. Um, you feel it the next day most of the time. If you don't feel it, you probably weren't doing much. Um, so, you know, it's a good feeling to let you know that you're kind of out there mixing it up. What's, like, your, your goal now down the road, now that you've had all this, like, athletic experience? Like, do you, are you just kind of what, – what's your long-term goal as far as, like, where you want your life to go now that you've had all those years of football? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it's less about, like – less about, like, what I'm going to get done. I mean, I've, I've pretty much accomplished every goal um, I have for myself um, right. since I was a kid. So, you know, now the next things for me are, like, kind of life goals, you know. Settle mm-hmm. down, start a family, buy mm-hmm. a house, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, you know, maybe open a business. But for right now, you know, I'm kind of just, I'm enjoying the retired life. Yeah, um, of course. You know, you, you got to give yourself some time to kind of enjoy the little breaks you do get. Um, a lot of times I know in life that people just try to like, go, 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 go all yes. the time. And then you look up and all this time is passing. Yes. You look, okay, well, what have I done with this time and, it most time ends up being a lot of nothing because you're just trying to be on go board all the time. Yeah, that's like I said, like the one thing that I'm trying to focus on now is I was on the the grind for 16 weeks of my prep, and now I'm just trying to like chill out and enjoy the little things in life, and like go out with my friends and just have fun, and like you know. But um, I just have that that mindset where I'm like, oh, I have to get so much stuff done and be so productive all the time. But in reality, like you're never promised tomorrow and I just have learned like you got to enjoy the little things in life so I think that's one of my biggest takeaways from coming into my off season is like all right now it's time to just pursue other things and focus on other goals that I have and you know so that's awesome um was there any like specific memory that you have off the top of your head where you're just like that that's my greatest moment in football right there that's what I love you know like any just boom like a memory that just pops up into your head about your your life as, as an athlete like anything uh probably like probably the first time I stepped on the field like when I was with San Diego it almost felt like a dream uh because you know it was you know right. even things when you're a little kid you dream of okay like one day I'm gonna play professional football right up in the NFL and like the first time I like, actually stepped on the field not as far as like warming up and stuff but actually got out there like in a play um it was kind of surreal I was kind of like looking around the stadium kind of I don't know I, I guess like starstruck by just the fact that I was actually there oh like, yeah you know so that was pretty cool um how old were you when that happened I was 22 years old okay so, you know that was that was pretty cool it's where I've been playing since I was seven um you know, you dream of going to a major college, you dream of playing professional, and it was kind of, for me, like, you know, I reached that, I reached that pinnacle, and I was in that moment, and it was kind of like, wow, like, I'm here, you know, so that was pretty cool. Wow, yeah, that's, that's awesome. It sounds like you had, like, an awesome, awesome life, you know, with football, um, and now you're, you're kind of just chilling, going with the flow, and I totally respect that. I totally respect that, so... Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. I really enjoyed learning about your journey. Again, I thought it would be cool for my listeners to hear the difference between a bodybuilder and a football player. So um, that's awesome. But 
Thank you so much, Tony. Um, for those listening, please rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. Follow my Instagram, Amelia Sky Fitness. Follow my YouTube and drop any comments below. Thank you guys so much. Happy Thursday.